right, welcome to the second episode of the This Is Not An Internet podcast, because that's exactly what it is. It isn't an internet, it is a digital workplace. So, Charlotte, are you ready? Yes, I am. So, my name is Ulrika McGregor, and with me I have... Charlotte Sperling. Um, and in this episode, we'll talk about our learnings regarding profiling and personalization, and why it's so important, and why it's so difficult from so many perspectives. And little disclaimer, just to be clear, this is our personal podcast. Uh, we do not do this on behalf of Storenso, which is a company we work for. So... Um... Profiling and personalization is the topic of today. But before we go into the result of where we actually ended up in our achievements, uh, let's talk a little bit of why we even chose to go this way. So the reasons behind it all. Mm -hmm. uh, there, of course, a lot of the, the thinking was that uh, given the fact that we're such a big company, we're in several different countries. We have mill people and we have forest people and we have office people. We just did not see that we could define one page that would suit everyone. Mm. We would try that and it didn't work. They didn't no. go there. They went to local pages or unit pages or whatever. So we wanted to have a page that uh, instead gave the, the valid content to each person. It should be the, the valid news from all the levels that person uh, needed them. It should be the relevant work-related tasks that he or she needed. And it should be the, you know, giving you the, the persons that you need to connect with. Mm. And it should even learn, right? Exactly. We, we, we had those recommendation sections. Uh, and here the system should sort of pick up from, from what you usually clicked on in the search results. So did you tag or whatever, or like, so the, re the, the content that would come there would be really relevant for you. Mm. It would be like, I think we use the word intelligent in those workshops. At that time we did. <laughs> Uh, and uh, another big reason why we went this way is also that we got a lot of feedback from the users that really expressed um, uh, they were frustrated with the amount of information. They were drowning in information. There was just too much everywhere. It was so noisy. They couldn't really sort out what was relevant for them. There was like no indication of what they should read. Uh, everything seemed just as important, but it was just a big, big flow of information. So they said to us actually help us sort mm. out uh, the clutter and mm. uh, the unnecessary noise so that was also one thing that we really thought was important to do yes i agree and and it's um i think that was a combination of, of people getting too many mails into their inboxes and being a member of too many work sites or collaboration sites because i mean that didn't really like push information to you but you have also had this feeling that i really should go there and sort of see has anything happened that i should know of there were like too many places I probably should visit yeah. to make sure that I felt that I that felt that I yes I have all the relevant information that I need right now you know to make the decisions I need to do yeah. and you don't have time to do that. So we're talking about profiling and personalization today, and those are actually two completely different things. Uh, and we'll start with the profiling part and what we did here. And profiling is all about pushing information to the user based on what they have stated in their profile. So in our case, we have 
four different denominators. <laughs> uh, two are based on organization, so the organization you work, like the division or, or unit. Uh, and two of them are geographical, so the country and also the location where you're currently working. And these, all of these pushes different type of information. So for the organizational part, it pushes mostly news. So making sure that you as an employee within this organization take part of this certain piece of information. Uh, for the country, it's, it's more like if, regardless of what organization you work in, if you work in the same country, you're probably interested in some of the same content, like legal things like maternity leave or, or w whatever um, that can be that is actually common for the whole country. And location brings those really important things like the lunch menu, you know, the most popular thing on the internet. Uh, we would, so those are the four, four areas um, which we picked up from the user's profile. We would have liked to use a lot more, actually. Uh, we would have liked to introduce like competence area and profession, being able to, to push information to a certain type of a role within the company. But, 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 and there's a big but here. <laughs> Don't you say, Charlotte? Yes, there is a big but. Uh, the profiling is, uh, as you said, based on what's in your profile. And if the profile doesn't contain the correct data, you know, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing that, that tells that you belong to that country or, or that you belong to that, to that unit. For, in our case, this all comes from uh, the Active Directory. Uh, which is a system I think many companies are using for, for keeping their um, uh, data about their, their employees. In our case, we have two issues uh, regarding this that sort of makes it problematic for us. Uh, one is that um, the data in the Active Directory is not fully complete. Um, for example, the field country was sometimes empty Sometimes it was the the country name was written in English. Sometimes the country uh, name was written in you know in the local language. Some fields like uh, were not used at all, or they were used differently, and that is the main reason why we could not pick up any of the two organizational denominators that we want to pick up. Uh, there is, I mean, there are hundreds of fields in, in Active Directory, and. I think that when, when it was set up from the, from the start, it was not intended to, for this use. So there was no like policies for the local ITs on how they should use the different fields. And I think there's a field called organization and it's used in very many different ways. Sometimes they put the, uh, the, um, the legal name and sometimes they put, you know, yeah, well, uh, you know, at least not the, the same type of names that we would like them to use so that we could have used it. So, it was those two two issues of of not uh, correct data in all fields and the fields not used in a consistent way throughout the different units that makes this a big hurdle for getting the profiling to work as, as it should. Mm. Now, given if that was in place, you still need a well-functioning <laughs> search engine in your own system to make uh, to get the the search engine to push the correct data all the time then depending on your profile. And I can say that we do not. <laughs> Our search is a constant headache to us. Oh. Uh, we have been over this so many times. Uh, how is it configured? How is it running? You know, we try to tweak it in different ways. Um, and it's up until now, it's, it's still not there. I mean, we've now just now suffered a week 
mm-hmm. of problems with the search crawl. And when the search crawl takes that long time and does not push news, it will end up on the top level management agenda and uh, you do not sleep at night until this is done. Mm. We're tired now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so if, if you have a, 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 a profiled system running on search, don't, don't, uh, how, how do I put this? Um, spare nothing to get the search <laughs> in the best shape ever, right? Uh, so how we solved that, the, the, the problem with, with not having the correct data in the profiling was that we had the end users fill out those four, um, uh, four fields for the country, city, division and unit. That is harder than you think. Mm. We thought it would be easy. We have, it's, a, it's a pop-up that comes if you, have, uh, if you haven't filled all the four. Uh, but no, still very difficult. Definitely. All right, moving over to personalization then. In our solution, a lot of information is actually personalized in the terms of permission levels. So you will actually only see what you have the permission to see, uh, regardless if it's information that is pushed to you or what you find through search, etc. So you, there's the personalization, uh, one part of it. The other one is that there are certain things that you can influence yourself as an end user. So you can make like additional choices for what news channels you want to see. Uh, you can look at other organizations' intranet content. Um, so there are a few things that you can actually influence. The thing is, though, that what we found during these two and a half years is that people don't really get it. They don't understand it. They might know that it should be possible, but it's not intuitive. So it's you have to explain it to them, and, and it, it should really work in a better way. One thing that you can add yourself um, as a part of personalization is which applications you work with uh, during the day. Um, it's quite interesting actually here. I mean, we tried here to see if we could profile that. Mm-hmm. We tried to see, for example, for that mill, can we say that these applications they all should use? But it turned out, no, we couldn't. Because within a mill, there's so many different types of, of categories of workers and they're using so many different systems, we couldn't do that. So we had to personalize that. People in the concept work said that, you know, to, to our questions, what would make your work day more easy? They said that, oh, I have to sort of log into so many different systems and, and I have to keep track on, on all the different systems. So what we do, did was that we, we let them add the applications they use, they use uh, to the system. And to a few of them, we managed to build a single sign-on, uh, but there's still many to go um, uh, in, the, in the future for us to connect to. As soon as the solution was launched, suddenly <laughs> user feedback changed. You know, they, we, we had all those those great interviews and everything for the concept what they wanted, but when they got it, no, they suddenly had this big fear of being of missing out because they saw that oh, I only see my own information. That means there is so much out there I'm not seeing. But even though they sort of complained before that, you know, I'm I'm drowning now suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> I want it all back. Yeah. 
So and that actually those reactions were so strong. So we 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 tried to, but you just said. <laughs> but of course, you know, uh, you shouldn't maybe listen to what the users say they need, uh, because they don't always know what they need. Um, so we had obviously underestimated the need for personalization. We believed too strongly in the profiling section and that that would solve that many problems for us. So we had to back up. We had to revise part of the, the concept and um, meet them halfway by adding more flexibility to the end user so they would be able to do more of a personalization to choose new new selections, news channels to see so they could see what the other guys were doing as well. Yeah, we also had to work a lot on, on how then to change and how to add uh, you know more more sources for you to push content and and doing that in a user friendly way is another thing where we i don't think have succeeded mm. fantastically we have we have work to do still yes. <laughs> let's say that also tying back to what we just mentioned about our our current issue with the search um that gives us a a, a big loss of confidence from our users um, in how profiling and personalization actually works. Uh, we get a lot of, why don't we just publish it? It's just an HTML page. Why don't you just put it up there? It'll be there immediately. And, and we sort of still defend the profiling and personalization, but we are so dependent on the search. Mm -hmm. And when those things happen, um, it takes a blow to mm -hmm. the to the trust in the system. Yeah, and it goes quickly. You lose, uh -huh. the, you lose that confidence fairly quickly, actually. So the life with <laughs> life with digital workplace is not a walk in the park, as much of this episode has been about. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, uh, Mika, next episode is not going to be on the positive side <laughs> either. No, that's going to be about <laughs> all the fears we've met and had to deal with. Mm. But um, okay. So with that in mind, <laughs> uh, if you managed to, to listen all the way to the end of this episode, thank you very much for listening. And uh, we really hope that you stay. I mean, it sounds terrible talking about fears, but I, I think you're going to find that one interesting as well. So um, check back with us, subscribe to our podcast if you're interested so you don't miss out and uh, see you soon. Mm -hmm.